Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. You just butt-dialed 867-COVID-19. But this ain't Jenny. This is L.C. and Baco. It's a pandemic, baby! In the cool of the evening When the fire starts burning bright Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and I am joined with the embellished LC out in Denver, Colorado. I'm saying hello from St. Paul. Good morning, LC. Well, hello to you. Yes, it's a good thing we finally uh, let people know where we're recording from. Seaball. Yes, yes. What I got? What I got to be the embellished? <laughs> because we've been on the phone for about forty minutes, and I don't believe a damn thing you're telling me. So. <laughs> It's all true. Uh, yeah, I've been texting Rob on the side, friend of show Rob, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, no, none of that's that's all that's classic LC bullshit. So okay, all right, no, uh, just just the normal uh, day in the life kind of stuff. Uh, we're recording early in the morning. I mean, just just a basic thing. Like I put so much pride into the show, and mm-hmm. I want everything to go smooth. So last night, you know, I, I went to bed early because I knew we were recording early. <laughs> I went. I programmed what, what, the coffee. What time maker. is early for loose cannon? That was like ten o'clock on the Saturday. It's pretty good. Okay, fair enough. You know, had to uh, you know put put I you know I, I want to put Tiger King on pause. That's the kind of dedication I have <laughs> for the <this> show. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so program the coffee maker. Get up this you know get up early to make sure I'm up before the kids are up. And coffee's all over the floor, grounds everywhere because it wasn't done the right way. So there's another fifteen minutes cleaning that fucking shit up right after we clean the kitchen. Uh, so that got me in, in a good mood. Um, and then, of, and then of course the kids wake up, never do they get up this early and they're up at, at six 45 because of the coffee, I think, and hearing me fumble around in the kitchen. Okay. So that's up. 
Uh, anyway, just just normal crazy stuff, and, and now we're starting late. So yes. Do you ever notice that, that that nothing spills? And, and I know you're talking about kind of a big disaster brew spill, but yeah. in general, it doesn't matter from the coffee maker to the cup to the grounds making it from the the container to the trash can. Nothing spills more easily than coffee. Coffee, I mean, half the coffee grounds, no matter how empty your trash can is, end up on the floor. Well, that uh, is true. Uh, I, I got, you know, I got like a pretty tight seal, one of these uh, clean canteen fuckers. If I, yeah. I, I swear I can pop a drop of coffee out, you know, at six o'clock in the morning on my way to work. You know, nice little stain in the corner of the shirt. You know. Oh yeah, no, it, it, there is some some scientific reason why that happens. That grounds always will find its way out, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I am glad to be here with you. And uh, how are things on your end? Well, um, uh, we are both basically off work until, I don't know, they kind of lighten up the stay-at-home order. Um, yep. A lot of things are shutting down. I did. I, I have been called into work for a couple of light things, but uh, it sounds like I might be home for a couple of weeks. But uh, the, do- the upside of that is that I now apparently only need two T-shirts and two pairs of socks. I've just been going <laughs> from one to the other every other day. You could just every other day you just turn the the shirt inside out, right? Same with underwear. Oh, no, it's just the laundry cycle. I haven't even taken my clothes upstairs and put them away. I got a laundry basket oh, okay. full of laundry in the living room, but basically it only goes down deep enough to hold one t-shirt and a pair of socks. And then like what I was wearing the day before gets washed and put on top and the next day. So it's clean clothes every morning for the most part. I, I've given up shaving. How about you? It looks like you're, you're pretty coiffed. Yeah, and I, I finally shaved yesterday. Yeah. The uh, to get it down a little bit more. Oh, yeah, we're on video, staring at each other. So oh, yeah, it's a little, yeah. di- little different. A little different. <laughs> so I, I, this is really scruffy for me, and I don't grow like a nice, uh, gnarly full beard. So it's just kind of I don't know if people at home. It's like I don't know if you ever seen that Beavis and Butthead where they try to glue uh, hair on their face to pick up chicks. Little patches. Yeah. Little patches. That's kind of sure. what uh, what I grow in. But uh, it's going to have to get cleaned up here in a day or two. But uh, I, I'll tell you what. Like uh, just to go to that. Uh, much like, and I don't understand it, but if you go on Amazon, there are a few things that you cannot buy right now. And one of them is webcams, which we're using the iPhone, mm. so like that uh, right now. And you're using your, I'm are you using your actual webcam on your computer I am. right yeah, now. It's, it's on there, okay, in. right. But uh, but for all these these conferences for work, you can't you can't buy a twenty dollar webcam anywhere, which is weird because everybody has a camera on their phone, but mm-hmm. they're super popular. Now the other thing that's that's really popular to buy right now is you cannot buy wall or W A H L or any kind of decent clippers for doing for doing your own awful haircut at home. <laughs> Seriously, they're gone. You can't find they're sold out on Target everywhere because there's no they, the, nobody the world is going to get shaggy is my point right now. You'd think it'd uh, be the other way around though because people have less incentive to shave. Why are you going out and buying a razor now? Oh no no no, I'm not talking about your face. I'm talking about giving yourself like uh, a trim uh, I'm talking about like the actual clippers that you would get. At, like, I think that would imply apply even higher. It's like, well, do I really need to shave my balls today? <laughs> I get I what you're saying. My face but other in a people week and a half, but I'm going to manscape. Yeah, but a lot of people are still going like that to to work in di- different industries with the yeah, in that. Not in the porn. <laughs> not in the, not in the what? Not in the porn. They're shut down. There's no new <laughs> oh, the porn. porn is. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we're going to things that go on your head, not 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 your your ball sack. I'm not talking about the twenty dollars ones. I'm talking about the actual clippers. Point being is there's just these general things that people like so for now a haircut. Stuck. Yeah, yeah. Just to give you so you're not looking uh, on the sideburns or whatever like that. I, I just can't wait to see 
the home haircuts because I might give myself one here in a, in a couple weeks, man. Yeah. <laughs> if I can't talk toots into cutting my hair, I, I'm just going to buzz it down here because uh, who knows when the, the barbershops will be back open. That's all I'm saying, man. What a crazy industry that everybody's gone now. All, all these essential. How is not getting a haircut essential? How is that not essential? I, I, I guess I I would think more than liquor stores, but uh, then, you know, some guys got the shakes and it might be healthier for him to, you know, knock off a couple mad dogs as opposed to, uh, you know, just ride it out. But I don't know. One other thing, too, about the liquor stores, though, is that they have uh, they don't allow cash now at these liquor stores because, you know, dir- money is dirty. That hobo is that hobo is super pissed. <laughs> you don't seem like a guy. In. Oh, really? Yeah, the hobo's pissed. I was going to say, you don't seem like a guy who carries a lot of cash. I'm not sure how I, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't even no. know that because I've never. I can't remember last Why, time. Why? But I'm know. looking at that. I'm like, the guy that's like finally scrounged up $30 from, uh, you know, from the corner gets in there and they say they don't take cash. The one thing that everything that you know will not bounce. Yeah. I mean, uh, anyway, what a terrible time to be homeless. It is kind of unpredictable right now. I, I mean, I, I, people are out there worried, and and, and, and I guess it. But uh, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll kind of crest on this shortly and kind of start making the slow return back to somewhat of normal. But who knows, man? What's the last time you went to the grocery store? Yesterday. Yesterday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was it? Was it? Were you wearing a mask or not? I tried putting a mask on before I left, but it fogged up my uh, glasses. <laughs> Be good to know if you got COVID, and that was the reason you gave the doctor. Was was it the, you didn't want to do it because it fogged up your glasses? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, <laughs> but but were you in the minority? Is my question. Uh, about fifty fifty, probably. No, right well, in the border. Okay. Um, in grocery stores, or basically, I haven't been any other retail place that's open for a few days. So, and and they they made the announcement just a day or two before that the people should start wearing them in public. We did go for a walk around uh, a park that's near us, and the usage of masks was much lighter there. People are more spread out, though. You know what I mean? Right, um, right. But, yeah, in the grocery store, it was it was much more noticeable. Uh, but, yeah, about 50-50. Do you enjoy that all of a sudden now we're told that if you just you say, hello, top of the morning to you, you can get COVID now from somebody? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a new fact? What do you think about that? Uh, I, is that a new fact? Are, are, are you following? No, they say that that's why you get all your news from thing. Georgia. <laughs> no, but they, they're basically saying that you need even the uh, uh, that's from the mask thing. That they're like, oh, it's it's even easier to get it. Like you can just like wave at somebody from across the street and get COVID now. Oh, well, my understanding was that basically they wanted to make sure we were keep uh, making the health industry got masks. Now they're saying you can use like a uh, like a sheet rocking mask or. Uh, some kind of like uh, handkerchief, which they, there's like the thing where you do the hair ties, which Amy made for us, how to handkerchiefs. Ooh. But uh, yeah, I, I I thought it was pretty clear for a while now that you could be asymptomatic and be passing this on to other people. Um, I hey, no joke. I think there's a chance that Amy and I went through it uh, about really? a month ago. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I had a week off at the very beginning of, of March. And for the first three days, I just felt like crap, and it was uh, difficulty breathing and, and a light fever. Now, at the same time, you know they say it affects everybody differently, and I, and I haven't been tested. This is I'm just saying it's possible. Those were our symptoms. We both got sick, and you know living together, we could see one of us got it and gave it to the other one. But at the same time, um, I think she only took one day off of work, and if I wasn't already off, I probably would have worked through it. It was light enough. Um, so if if I did get it, I was one of the lucky ones to uh, be light. But, again, there's no way to know for sure. I mean, I, 
could have just been sick. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's kind of the weird thing about this time. It's like you start thinking about all that shit, you know. Uh, but yeah, no, and and, and we we like to keep it light here. But 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 in all seriousness, I have my neighbor has two people that have died from it. He's seventy years old. Mm. Two his two his friends right in Denver, and and I know three people that are confirmed now, uh, just in my small you know group of people. So okay. Uh, so do be safe out there. I am actually finally for the first time, like yesterday. The reason I asked you about the mask is I was like. Maybe I'm that fucking idiot that's not wearing a seatbelt. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. like, like, like that. Finally, when I'm out and about. So, with that, we uh, uh, because we like to help the world. We are doing a reduced price on our uh, Rock and Pod Expo Three T-shirts. They're still sitting around. I bought one. The No Bots. Nice. So I'm gonna actually reconfigure them in uh, in in I think in mask format. Somehow to make a bandana, some shoelaces. Ooh. They have a thing on online. So I think I, I might be doing some crafting. Nice. But Hobby Lobby, I believe, is closed, so that might put a damper on my uh, my supplies. They're secretly open.
Now, one of the things we have to kind of do with our show that uh, with basically everything that's going on with COVID-19 is that there's less things in the music industry to talk about. Um, yes. I mean, I can say there's a rumor as of the, the day we're recording this that they're going to cancel the Motley Crue tour, but that's not been officially announced yet. Uh, as recently as yesterday, there was a story about Vince Neil working extra hard again. Um, but we have to kind of switch gears a little bit. And one of the things that's definitely being topical right now is sitting at home and streaming Netflix. Um, and so it, the timing couldn't have been better for the release of uh, Tiger King. And it's, uh, I don't know, feature character, we'll call it. Joe Exotic seems pretty happy. Uh, <laughs> it, it seems like everybody on the planet is watching this thing. Um, now, except for those people that haven't watched it and want to make sure the world knows they haven't seen it, that kind of deal. Um, you know, here I am not watching Tiger King. Well, that's good. Anyway, you're missing out. It's it's a fun watch. But I uh, I know you're watching some of it. Have you made it all the way through yet? I I have not. I'm at I'm at three and a half episodes. Okay. So I just want so I'm going to comment on that so far. And also, I'll let you know if you have not seen this, there's not going to be. We're not going to give you any spoilers on it. We're going to just talk about. I'm it not general. sure how you could spoil it, but uh, yeah, well, that's true because yeah, it actually it, does kind of de- tell you the ending right at the beginning <laughs> for the most part, right? It, yeah, I mean, we'd have to literally break down every episode to tell you what happens, but yeah, it's the, the, the suffice it to say we'll get into some of the details, but they're they're not going to probably ruin anything if you haven't seen it. That's true. Yeah, but but essentially, this this show, Tiger King. I wouldn't have known it. It's one of these things that you're almost forced upon through social media. Like, I don't think I would have watched it unless I kept hearing about it. Like, I thought pop up mm-hmm. on, on Netflix is like, hey, look at this. of the 100 shows we upload a day, basically, of new content. But then I kind of ignored it. I'm like, holy shit. And I go, I have to watch this. Agreed. One of the reasons it's appealing, obviously, is it's kind of like watching all those things about Florida Man or some Jerry Springer character or everybody is just a train wreck, right? It's a, it's a show of unredeeming characters. Would you agree? Yeah. And I'm just amazed the fact that I don't know the story about uh, the lady in Tampa um, and the disappearing husband because I was in there for, for 10 years. And, it, and it's, not, it's not like it wasn't that far away. So I'm just amazed that I don't know this. Did you know anything about Joe Exotic or anything before this no, came out? No. Okay. Because apparently there's an entire podcast called Joe Exotic 2. Yeah, but isn't that uh, kind of related to this? Or are you talking about his video show? He has a video show, but there's actually a podcast about this his entire story that came out before this too. Okay, I'm just saying there's all this seems like right up, my, definitely my alley. Okay, of of entertainment and stories to know. So uh, I just find the whole thing quite fascinating. Well, when I started watching it, I, and I would I would encourage anybody who hasn't seen it when they do start watching it, you get into the first cast of characters. Um, and, and once you do watch the first episode and then take the tigers out of this thing and we'll get into the show synopsis here in a second, but just think of these people. And if you met them on the street or in a Walmart, like what turns out a lot of them hang out at, um, (laughs) uh, ask yourself this question after meeting this person for one minute. And then you were immediately asked, do you think this person should own a tiger? Yes or no. And then you'll kind of start to see the overall, uh, like, why is this legal? How can this, this guy has a fucking tiger? Or uh, 50 of them? And I say that about all of the people that are the main characters. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the show is, but uh, you want me to get into a show synopsis or you want to do it? No, but I think I should go back to your whole thing is I think every time you should meet somebody going forward, you should think, <laughs> show this person, doesn't matter who they are, show this person a tiger. Cobra hack. And they, that's the cobra hack. And the answer every time is no for, for everyone. Wouldn't you agree? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know too many. I don't think I've met too many people that I thought, yeah, he's probably he can he can have a tiger. He, that guy. That guy should have a tiger. Mike Tyson. 
Uh, yeah, it's never a good idea. Yeah, what's going to the psyche of that? I mean, uh, who who makes that leap, right? Have you? Yeah. I mean, you're a guy that likes cats. Would you take it next level? No, uh, they're they're really trying to get people to adopt cats, and we talked about adopting one more. You know, just to kind of because so, the animal shelters are going to be kind of less staffed. And I'm like, no, we don't need one more. I don't even want another oh. cat right now, much less a fucking tiger. I'll tell you one thing about about that. It, that's the exact reaction that that I had too. Is when I the the second day that I moved to Florida. Okay, I'll go into a fl- quick Florida <laughs> man story. Is, is one one th- one news uh, part that's quickly gone over in the first episode, which is not a spoiler at all, all. Is there's a thing called Lion Country Safari mm. in West Palm Beach? Okay, it's one of these places that but that's that's more legit than 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 these have. Now there's but there was an article or, or a news on the five o'clock news. There is a uh, feature on a guy that used to play Tarzan in the 50s and 60s. He was an actor, and um, he was killed by one of his lions that he owned, and they had a picture of him, and he was, like, in a loincloth, <laughs> okay? <laughs> He's a seven-year-old man on a rope, like, swinging. He actually thought he was still Tarzan. He owned 18 lions! He owned 18 lions, and one of them killed him, and he slept with them every night. And this was a guy that was just, like, maybe 10 miles down the road near this Lion, con- lion Country Safari. So that's Florida Man for you. But my point is, it's more widespread than you think. And that guy wasn't even featured in the show, but that place was. Um, so for uh, people who haven't seen it, just so you know what we're talking about, It's a, uh, Tiger King is a Netflix show that came out a couple weeks ago. It features a rivalry between some big cat, I don't know, weirdos. Um, one of the main characters is a guy named Joe Exotic. Uh, uh, he's a gay polygamist uh, with uh, two supposed hetero husbands. Uh, he's also a gun enthusiast. And I don't know, he, he likes mullets. And uh, I don't know, there's also... What about the guy, what about the other guy? Uh, there's a lot of polygamy. The other guy, well, I don't well know. yeah, there's a couple different polygamies, or... but uh, there's only right. one gay thruple where two of the three people are <laughs> heterosexual. I forgot that term. I love that term, thruple. Um, <laughs> but thruppling uh, yes. is what they call it in Oklahoma, I think. Uh, yeah, you, you know what? So it revolves largely around Joe Exotic and his zoo, and a, and a woman named Carol Baskin. She doesn't like all these other zoos because she thinks that they're not properly caring for the tigers in a in an element close to what their natural habitat would be she runs a big cat rescue rescue and i will say this in the first episode she seems like the one voice of reason by the end she's definitely portrayed in a way that <laughs> you don't feel that way i don't know if it's fair or not because it could all just be clever editing the way they get into all sure. that stuff and whether or not joe uh paid someone a few thousand bucks to to kill her um there's that guy in georgia i think bagat I'm looking at his name here, Bhagavan Antel. He calls himself not, Doc. He's a doctor right. like Dr. Dre yeah. is. Um, yeah. And, of course, Carol Baskin's current husband, Howard, is a nice piece of man candy. How about that toothless <laughs> meth head who's one of Joe's husbands? That, well, that's that, what I was going to say is, is it, for, for a thruple, the good thing about their thruple is they have one set of teeth between, between all of them together. <laughs> I think there's only the one that's losing them, right? Well, it doesn't matter. Somehow the math works to my to my joke. Uh, I know you're not that far into it. There is a really fucked up serious scene with the other husband coming up. Um, how about that? The filmmaker Rick uh, Kirkham. Uh, yeah. What the, the the reality TV brains behind this stuff? Uh, he's sure. a fucking handful. The guy who's missing two legs. Who they they kind of make sure that every time they shoot him, you see his fake legs. 
It's, yeah. it's like that. It's like you can't shoot the guy from the waist up. It's got to be from the floor, always angled up. And then, of course, you find out he lost him, like not by tiger attack, but there is a um, a one armed transgender uh, person who. Uh, is seem probably the only person who comes out actually looking like a decent human being who did lose lose uh lose the arm in a, a tiger accident. But uh, I, I do have a question on all the if, if at this point you're not actually adding this to your queue. <laughs> What's wrong? Right with you? because from that description. Well, but like, but here's the thing. Like, I was watching this and thinking, did they ask? one of his husbands to take off his shirt for the interview. <laughs> or did he just show up for the interview wearing no shirt? Because usually for documentary, there is a lot of out of shape white dudes with no shirts on seen in this thing. No, but uh, it's not just that he's interviewing him at work. It's like he came into the studio with all his, <laughs> his, 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 his Paul Stanley chest, hair chest, and sat down with his three teeth in the front of it and said, I'm ready to go. I'm wearing my interview outfit. Well, that person that lost the arm, they're sitting on a pile of garbage. There's like a, a rusty <laughs> car tire next to her. And it's like, where are you right now? And uh, uh, this is where this is where you need to interview me. This this is my this is what tells my story the best. Yeah. Hey, why don't we set up over here? Uh, oh, but, oh, what about the fact that when they're they are wearing shirts, it's a clutch T-shirt. <laughs> what uh, was that guy? Oh that man, he, there's a uh, the, the, the he's he seemed like a decent guy too, to be honest with you. And, and at the end, they, they kind of show him in a weak spot that I kind of wish they hadn't. But all I gotta tell you is is that that this show it looks like it's been filmed over like five years because even the interviews with the uh, mm-hmm. with uh, the main the lady the lady in Tampa uh, with the the missing husband she. She's like uh, different hairstyles and and weight and all that kind of stuff like that. So I'm thinking this was like a side project for a long time uh. is my point. I'm not talking about from old news clips. I'm talking about that the, the, it's the actual footage they had. This thing, I guarantee, was on. I can tell you this much because it has no like fresh date on it. And what I mean by that right. is I have a feeling that this this thing sat in a can and they kept trying to edit it together. And it was a, such a clusterfuck that finally – I'm even have the theory that Netflix sat in this thing for a while and they're like, you know what? People are, people are stuck at home. This is perfect for quarantine. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> let's, just re- let's release this and everybody will feel better about their lives after they wear this. I mean, after they watch this is what I'm saying. What do you think about that? I mean, the fact that it came out now. I don't think, I think it, it just, got sat on very long. No, no. Well, I, I think the they have so is- much content though. I do. I think there's a good chance that this, if it weren't for the timing, I think this might not have taken off as quick as it did. Um, it might've been more of a slow burn, but it would have eventually cause, um, it's, you have to get about three episodes in to realize this has nothing to do with tigers. Uh, they're really just background noise. It is like, you thought shit was fucked up. You thought that dude was fucked up. Well, here's a new guy that comes in for no reason. And then it's like they're best buddies and then uh, shit happens and they're not. And I don't know. It's, uh, it, if reality TV was was shot like this, I'd probably enjoy it more because it's less predictable and, and things are kind of going. But already you're hearing, I can't wait for season two. And I will say this. Can we please just let something be? This isn't right. this was never the type of thing you do with the idea of a sequel. You know, I'm like, no, fucking I don't want Stranger Things season 14. I don't want all some of these things are just best left in a can. So I don't know. Yeah, I know. I, and I'll leave it with this is that basically Tiger King 
The working title was People at Walmart with Tigers. 500 years ago when I was born I crawled from the womb with a drinking horn I held it to the sky in my tiny metal hand I got real drunk Stealing all your treasure and living on the road Now we've come to your city 
Not to drink everything back into the negativity of what we're dealing with with this COVID-19 stuff. These episodes are going to have basically be a time capsule of this time, I think, for a lot of the shows that we listen to. Right. Um, you mentioned that you had known personally uh, a, a handful of people in your social network that um, have come come down with it. Um, for me, uh, fortunately so far, the only person I can only, well, I shouldn't say, I only know one is what I mean by that. Uh, and that was uh, uh, Kiss FAQ uh, podcast host Julian Gill. Uh, he, he announced a couple weeks back that he was indeed tested positive for uh, COVID-19. And... Um, they just re- did a new episode with uh, Ken Mills of, of Podkist, and uh, they um, Julian does a very eloquent job. As of course, you know he's he, that's what Julian does. Uh, Happy old Pip, jolly old Pip, broke it all jolly, down. Jolly, sorry, <laughs> jolly old Pip, jolly. Uh, he broke it all down. Um, and so I'd encourage anybody to go listen to the latest episode and uh, and, and just sit and listen to. It. He he kind of goes through it and kind of gives you some insight. At least you know. Um, y- from a from the sense of someone who went through it and got got through it okay, uh, it it does sound kind of scary at times. Some of the stuff that he gets into, so I'd encourage everybody to go out and listen to the latest episode. Uh, Julian breaks it all down eloquently, which jolly old Pip, of course, that's what he does. Um, so it's <laughs> Ray about, of positivity. Yeah, yeah, he 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 comes through it. So. Um, it's very detailed, uh, and, and at times you you, you, you kind of feel bad because uh, it, it was very serious, you know, and it kind of puts a face to it if you know Julian in any way like that. Um, couldn't be happier that, that, that he's doing okay. I, I don't know the people that you're talking about specifically, but obviously anybody that's dealing with this stuff, we hope that, uh, <laughs> I don't know, it's, I don't have, there's not, not a lot of positive news about it out there right now, but hopefully we, we start to see things turn. Like we were saying, jolly old Pip. I mean, I, I'll say it. Po- positivity, it helps you, I think, in life, right? I think you so. Know? Yeah. I mean, it was encouraging. I mean, I felt like I learned something listening to to his experience because he goes down like how he it was determined, how he got tested, when he went to the hospital, when he went back, what what the treatment was like when he was there, all that kind of stuff. And to hear it kind of break down, there is um, it you know, we all feel helpless and like we can't control anything with all this crap going on. It, it helped in that sense. And one of the things he said that I think that was, uh, I don't know, it was one of the, the best points that I don't hear anybody making, and that is that, you know, when you test positive for it, that's just a number. That just means that you are now, it doesn't change a damn thing. You either have it or you don't. You're just now a tally on that total they show every day. Um, and that, that kind of simplifies things in the sense of, like, if you think you might be positive, just assume you are. And start focusing on things with that sense, like monitor yourself, decide, contact your doctor, see what you need to do. Uh, he, he makes a lot of really salient points there. Um, and again, just couldn't be happier that he's feeling better. Yeah, uh, agreed. And, um, and and that just goes like it's when you see this stuff happening in the, the rock podcast community and in general, you know, you just you just feel for him. And we're glad he's feeling better. I mean, uh, I got to tell you, like. Like you just talked about the numbers when everybody's throwing around the numbers, this number's off. This, uh, you know, the only number that really matters is the number of deaths. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't sweep that under the rug. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just saying, like, seriously, when you see that, you're like X amount of cases, this and that. So, yeah. And uh, the news today, they, they talked about the total in Minnesota was around 800. Um, but they, they said something that I hadn't heard him say in a while. Um, and that's like, we should point out that 400 people have recovered. Um, so, th- that's a, some optimistic. It's like, well, this is 840 cases. That goes back to what Julia was saying. That's just a number. There's 400 people that have been through this. 
Right. You know, and so they broke down a lot of other stuff. And, and believe it or not, for, for some people, that helps. You know what I mean? If, if, if you're, you're feeling helpless and you need a little control, why don't you take a look at what you're doing and, and see what the numbers are locally? And, and maybe it'll help you a little sense of stability, at least. I don't know. I think one thing you can do to uh, while you're in self-isolation is to go down a Kanye West uh, rabbit hole. That's what I recommend. <laughs> because he's crazy and a bad person. That's right. Yeah. So you're 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 hitting everything. You you don't even need to if you have him. Basically, basically, basically that actually when you think about that, it's basically white trash versions of Kanye West on, on Tiger King. <laughs> What do you think? I, I think Kanye West is probably already. He's going to join uh, Cardi B and start a, a GoFundMe to get Joe Exotic out of prison. <laughs> I mean, listen, he already wears a MAGA hat, so he's got that checked off the list, right? <laughs> I forgot about but, that. Yeah, he's a God. You know, he, and, and as as a fashion designer and as a hip hop artist, where you know look is very important. Yeah. What does it fucking say that you're you're I'm a fashion designer and a hip hop artist and I'm willing to wear this fucking ugly ass hat. Exactly. That doesn't fit anybody. And I'm it's not, not talking about the head. divisive message behind it. I'm like, no. That is a that hat looks like something you were given free for applying for a credit card in nineteen ninety two. It is the cheapest fucking oh nice who picked that font out? You know, it's like, oh, well, what do you want? Right. Would you like uh, Times New Roman or uh, <laughs> Calibri? Just... <laughs> oh, so we're going to go with a default. That's what we're going to go with. Yeah. <laughs> default. <laughs> That's the font. But God, uh, yeah. So, But yeah, man, um, you want to ask any more about this? Because it has happened to me. I actually fell down a Kanye. That you know you're going crazy when you fall down a Kanye West rabbit hole. Well, he used to perform music. I haven't listened to his latest stuff. He's all about Jesus now too. Another another sect of the country that's dragging us down. Now now we've alienated Trump voters and and religious people. Great, our core audience. Let me tell you. Uh, well, the only reason that happened is you know uh, one of our bands that we uh, swing on their nutsack, Glorious Sons, mm-hmm. did that cover of Runaway. Yeah, that you're not a fan of, correct? I'm not a fan of the cover. The the Kanye song isn't that bad. Okay. Well, I'd never heard the original. That's how much. That's how much disconnected I have. The only, only Kanye I've ever heard is uh, Gold Digger and Stronger. You familiar with those? I am. Gold Digger, still on my like playlist, man. Okay, good. Yeah, okay, so that, that, but, but it never made me ever go any wanted to go any deeper well, at all. And then, of course, not too much hip hop makes me go. I need to hear this whole record, right? But I listened to that song Runaway and the whole thing about uh, you know douchebags and and uh, the the chorus. I. I I love the song, so I checked out the original, and I checked out the the album, my dark, I have to have it, my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy album from 2010. And from there, did you realize he actually made a video that's like 35 minutes long that looks like it was like thriller budget, like $20 million. That's a half hour video. Do you realize this? Have you seen this? I didn't, but that would explain why he was broke there for a while. <laughs> I mean, this video is insane. It's- That's just, that shocked you, though? This is a guy who, like, shot a video where he made mannequins of famous people naked in bed with him. Uh, I, <laughs> I guess it doesn't, it doesn't shock me that all that money was spent on this, but the, the thing that did shock me is I actually listened to this one album and I actually think it is a good album, Beautiful Dark uh. Twisted Fantasy from 2010. And it's very, like, it's, it has a lot of, like, rock-based songs to it. Everything else, fucking horrible. You're trying too hard to defend Kanye now. Uh, now, I, now I'm mad, Luce. God damn it. But the point is, I'm listening to this album, and I'm actually enjoying it. And I know how crazy it is, and attacking Taylor Swift, and all this kind of stuff. And it, he, 
he represents everything that's terrible about every single person. And I'm listening to them. I'm like, this is actually good. Everything else, the rabbit hole, I'm out. It's terrible. He was like, he was this one, one crazy uh, uh, thing, but you can actually smell the crazy. So to that end though, I found, uh, I started looking at him like Runaway is such a catchy song, but I actually don't like the Glorious Sons cover either, their version of it. But I did find one that's all revved up and it's by the band Silverstein. But you know, you're going crazy when you're quarantined when you're listening to Kanye is my point. It kind of evens you out. It actually makes you sane. What do you think? Yeah. For a guy who says he's so damn busy every day, I'm not sure how you found time to go down the Kanye rabbit hole. (laughs) That's one one time, man. Two hours of my uh, life, probably. You wouldn't believe, people, how hard it is to get this quarantine man to give me an hour of his time to do a podcast. What? Uh, but I he's got busy. time to busy. fucking yes. go deep on Kanye. Damn straight. Come on. Uh. <laughs> I figured. I figured if we were going to talk about another uh, podcaster, that we needed to end with no credibility. What do you think for this episode? Yeah. <laughs> Why change things now? Huh? <laughs>
Ford Guild on a rock band salary. Mickey full of vodka, you're looking like Mallory. Fuck counting money, you should stick to counting calories. Let me tell you, this thing here is wearing thin. Unless you got a couple friends that want sharing in. And yesterday you were outside staring in. And now you're here, and next week you'll be here for them. Every tour bus visit, every laminate comes with expectations from that band you're with. This is everyday business, so manage it or run away now if your ass can't handle it. Never was much of a romantic. I could never take the intimacy. And I know it did damage Plus the look in your eyes is killing me I guess you knew of an advantage Cause you can blame me for everything And I don't know how I'ma manage If one day you just up and leave And I always find, yeah, always find something wrong So before we get to the last segment here, uh, I did want to mention that I highly enjoyed the Stone Temple Pilots Purple episode with Zeus. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah. And uh, number 24, very entertaining. A lot more kiss talk than I expected on a Stone Temple Pilots episode. <laughs> well, when you have a host, uh, a co-host from a kiss show, we're going to get into it a little bit. Yeah, that was great. And then I also... So Zeus from the Shout It Out Loud podcast, I should say. Yeah, yeah, but uh, really enjoying that that side cast. And I also, and what I always like is the fact that I can listen to that, and it's actually our show. <laughs> and I'm getting like entertained, like like I, I I'm entertained. I'm enjoying this, and I and just like the interviews as all as always. Uh, I really liked to listen to just last night the John Levin interview at the time of this recording from uh, guitarist of Dokken, and I, I enjoyed that one too. Even though I had a lot of tech guitar talk, but I found that pretty interesting. His whole website and whatnot. Well, that's encouraging, yeah. Sometimes I'm not sure when I get into some of the gear stuff uh, how many people are going to enjoy it, but whatever. It, 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 there's more than that in there. So, Who knew you would, would interview two guitarists from Dokken? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, I mean, I think it's fascinating the fact that he's a lawyer by day and works for a corpse at night. <laughs> uh, maybe he needs to get into uh, mortuary law I think so, yeah, he does family law He should definitely <laughs> shift, combine them, combine those two worlds So if you listened also our, To promote more of our own content uh, Our bonus episode that came out About a week ago or so That I predicted, we are talking about the concerts The concert season, and that I say No concerts until at least September Is what, I'm, what I called then uh, You have more, more, more in-depth Information on your end, yes? Yeah, and I don't know, um, you know, I mean, I actually, to 
to to your point, I did bring that up in the John Levin interview because they still have some like June and July dates listed on the dock and website. Right. And he said all he said was like, look, nobody knows. It's all touch and go. As for right now, the plan is, of course, to do these as soon as we can. Um, but every day things are getting canceled. Um, but Ron Young, who uh, probably not a household name, but uh, he is uh, the lead singer from the band Little Caesar. They had a little bit of a, uh, I don't know, a blast in like 1990, 91, just as things were kind of turning the tide. But they um, they came out of that whole scene. They were oh kind of their image was more grisly like Guns N' Roses, but uh, no, they definitely kind of. I like their their debut Pizza Pizza. I enjoyed. <laughs> okay. Um, he uh, posted on Facebook a breakdown on why he doesn't think we're going to see bands touring even that soon. Um, if you like, I can just kind of hammer through his uh, his post. He makes you know certain points, highlights them, um, and it's pretty detailed. If you want me to get into Please. it, Please. I love details. All right. So this is from Ron Young, lead singer of Little Caesar. Um, he says, until there is an effective treatment or vaccine for corona, don't ever expect to see a live touring band in your city. For one, doctors say the current self-isolation is just to flatten the curve, not to end the existence of corona. It would be around and in all pockets all over the world. The advanced planning will mean a tremendous gamble to book shows months ahead, and no one will know the level of the disease prevalence in every city and market as it comes up. Those variables prevent advanced planning commitments, and both financially and logistically. Um, his second point is smaller venues will shut their doors permanently as they can't pay rent or staff while we God. try to find a treatment or vaccine. Even if we end isolation, the nervousness of patrons to pack into a smaller venue for an already struggling sector won't be able to thrive. Third, he says touring bands book runs the shows months out. No promoter will take a chance on enough of a guarantee for a band to organize tours as they don't know when a pocket of infection will start up again. That's a gamble almost every band can't afford to take. All right. Then he gets into fans who are worried about congregating into tight quarters due to age, pre-existing health conditions, lower draws, guarantees of box office success. Most bands won't be able to afford to tour under that duress, and reality is every promoter will offer smaller guarantees with a higher percentage of the gate of the night if it winds up being successful. Very few bands can afford to travel you know, with hotel crew expenses and not have a good draw, that kind of deal. Uh, five bands are well, bands that are worried about the lack of control over venues, cleanliness, local outbreaks, high traffic areas, and venues where they come into contact night after night with potential won't want to risk getting ill. Say goodbye to meet and greets. Many bands need that revenue and extra VIP charge just to make it profitable. Six large venues won't be able to have large congregations of people packed in on each other until they find a treatment or vaccine. Say goodbye to live sports. They can't risk the liability and exposure. Number seven, besides the venues themselves, the miles traveled, the exposure to every restaurant, truck stop, the ebb and flow of this all over the world until a treatment or vaccine is found will make bands very nervous, factor in the financial gamble, and most won't be able to overcome the obstacles and logistics and finances. Look at how many artists have canceled their bigger tours already. Most ex experts agree that it will surge in the fall, and he's talking about the virus there. The randomness is, makes pre-production a liability. Uh, seven, besides the venues themselves, the miles traveled, the exposure at every restaurant. Oh, never mind. Eight, hope for the best, but plan for the worst is the current mantra in all of this. It's the latter that will put live touring on hold until there is a breakthrough. There are too many moving parts to tour. And he ends it with nine, saying, until every band and crew member tests positive for the antibody, which means they have some immunity, the anxiety will be too great, especially for the older rockers. Um, and then he just says, tell me where you think I'm wrong and why you disagree. 
And that was in a Facebook post yesterday, uh, February 5th. Hey, first, we should say that uh, Ron from Little Caesar, not a doctor. Nope, yeah, that's the point. Uh, just like uh, Vic from uh, uh, Little Spain. Little Spain's got their own fucking issues right now. I'll, yeah. I'll, also not a doctor, but I just want to see, I would love to see unlike a, uh, first off, a lot of great points in that in that statement. I do want to yeah, see. very doom and gloomy though. Yeah, I know. But I, I, I just want to see parts of that quoted on like Fox News where it just credits it to Ron, lead singer of Little Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> That'd I don't know. Fox to News told me that tomorrow they're going to reopen everything. I, I think he's. I think that's 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 valid. I think it's going to be be longer. So that's my whole thing. Is that I like I've talked about before. My utopian uh, view is I hope that we appreciate be it music, sports, whatever, entertainment or social interaction. I think we. I hope that we appreciate it more after this. We'll see if that happens or not. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess if 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 you want a uh, a counterpoint, there are experts that say. Um, there are certain models that they they can start predicting things, and maybe they can. Um, uh, there, the hope would be that you could isolate certain more at, at risk groups, and um, and and for others, it could be more of a return to some sort of normal normalcy. I don't know if that's pie in the sky. I also am not a doctor. Um, <laughs> I, I, I try to watch a little bit of news coverage every day, but not too much. Yeah. Um, uh, be just because for the mental aspect of it, but at the same time, I, I try to stay educated on what's happening. Um, um, and uh, I am convinced this is not a media hoax. Uh, so uh, I, I hope people really don't go down some of these conspiracy theories. That were, there was a guy who drove a train off the tracks intentionally trying to crash into a boat, one of the Navy ships, because he doesn't. He believes this is all a conspiracy of some sort. No. And so conspiracies can be damaging and and have real life ramifications. So let's let's try to be educated, not look for a reason why we're being lied to and and instead look at what's happening around the world and and take it a little seriously. And like you said, let's you know, let's let's, let's appreciate the art that we do have. If we got you down this episode, we'll bring you up next week, uh, we promise. So That's right. Um Until- we've probably covered as much as we can. We're only so articulate, you know what I mean? We've ran out of juice. That's right. We're going to end you with an upbeat song, and it's what you, we want you to do, and that's Party Like They Started the End of the World by Trucker Diablo. You want to get out of here? Yeah, man, let's go. Ruck's not dead. But spoiler alert, Carol Baskin fed it to the Tigers.
92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All because of a fancy bike? Not just bikes. We also make a rower. Have you ever tried to row? Too hard. Not with Form Assist. It actually teaches you how to row. So it doesn't matter if you're a first-time rower or a seasoned pro. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try the Peloton Row risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial.